Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nettling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to take your life and your business to the next level. Please join me in today welcoming Tammy Desmira. And I thought our team, our theme today would be having that breakthrough that will take you to the next level. So let me tell you a little bit about Tammy and why I chose that title. Tammy is globally known as the breakthrough alchemist, as an intuitive teacher, intercessor and relationship expert she uses all that she has to be able to create custom-made life to become your own intentional alchemist alchemist by revealing and assisting you to clear blocks that keep you uncomfortable knowing that there is more in and in pain Having overcome physical and emotional abuse, homelessness, and the pain from four failed marriages and financial ruin, Tammy learned the importance of investing in herself in order to overcome all of life's predicaments. It is what helped her embody the true meaning of love and how we must consistently change in order to heal our body and our mind and our heart. She spent her entire life searching for solutions, attending seminars, workshops, and worked with mentors and a physicist who studied her brain and explained how she functioned and what she was doing physically with her abilities. All that she learned from others, the downloads was given her the entire life from God, universe, and the source of her own life to overcome all predicaments. All of this has helped her to get her point, the point of her heartfelt mission of impacting others. So she has a five-step method that we'll talk about and also talk about um, the books that she has. So please join me in welcoming Tammy Desmirza. 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 So sorry. Thank you for having me. Yes. Uh, you can, you feel free to mess up my last name. <laughs> Everyone does. <laughs> I think I probably would butcher it. <laughs> <laughs> most likely, most likely. I always start with an easy question and that is to simply ask you to tell our audience, where do you live? Where are you um, calling home? It is Greenville, South Carolina. Greenville. Based. Greenville. Yes. She's really not that far away from me in Roswell, Georgia. So it's only a 
an hour and a half away, not so bad. So talk to us first, um, for those in the audience that aren't maybe familiar with the term alchemist, exactly what is an alchemist and what do you do? So an alchemist is somebody who creates something from nothing. So that concept and how that works in your life now and in business is that you want something, but you don't know why you don't have it. Alchemy and those techniques are ways for you to just basically place your order with the universe, get out of the way, and then receive it where miracles happen. And this mm. is how I overcame homelessness. I would wake up Vicky and not have 50 cents in my checking account. And I'm living in a hotel and I don't know how I'm going to eat the next meal. And I would wake up depressed and upset and beating myself up all the things that we do. But knowing the alchemy techniques that I have been given years before and manifested with, I ended up having to get an alignment to even have the next meal. Mm -hmm. And that is written about in one of my books, that story of that transformation. So talk to me a little bit about your background, though. You know, um, we kind of started in the middle there. So give us some ideas of where did you start your journey in life? So as, um, as a, a college, did you go to college? Did, you know, what was this journey like that brought you to today? It's a very unusual story. Um, I was raised with three girls and my mother and my father, who I was the only one in the house that seemed to figure out what was going on and was calling bullshit on things and asking a lot of questions. And they didn't know what to do with me. And they started calling me the alien or the adopted one, or she doesn't <laughs> was because all of my friends would go, what, what? I, I don't get it when they would meet my family. So I was the only one that was really kind of like a freak. Mm -hmm. And I believe that I came in with intuitive abilities, but that really changed one day when we didn't go to church. I didn't know about God. I didn't know about God's love. I didn't know about Jesus. I didn't know about heaven or hell. And what was fascinating was that my grandmother brought a Southern Baptist pastor who's talking to me about it. And at 11, I said two things that are striking. I said, I need to know about whatever this love is. I don't know who these guys are that you're talking about, but I need to know about love. I'm not loved. Mm. And the second thing that I told the pastor was this speech that you're giving me talking about heaven and hell doesn't feel good to me. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about love. And so through praying the quote unquote Southern Baptist sinner's prayer, my version of it. And what I asked him was, cause he's like, you'll be a new person. And I'm like, well, how do I know if I get that love? And he's like, if you know, you need it. And I said, I got it. So I prayed the prayer. My sister prayed the prayer, but everything changed overnight. And I started communicating with the non-physical and knowing things about people. It's almost like what you've heard NDEs are, where mm -hmm. suddenly you have a near-death experience and then you're awake. That was like that for me. 
but I've, I've never really been comfortable with judgment or condemnation, or you got to live within these certain parameters or you're going to be punished. I was never resonating with that. Mm -hmm. So I was always thinking outside the box. And as a kid, I thought that I could just talk to all the other kids and, and tell them what I knew. And we could just have an open conversation because if I knew it, you had to know it. But I started realizing that the kids did not know what I knew. Mm. So in my 20s, Vicki, I kind of shut myself out because I started also scanning people's bodies as they would walk into my house and I would see what was going on in the body, tell them what the doctor said, what their tests were, what the diagnosis was, how long they were going to live with the cancer, all these details. I could see what was going on in the body. And then I would lay my hands on them and they would be healed. But some of them would get sick with another disease, may not be cancer, but it was another disease. So I started asking the deeper questions. Mm -hmm. um, why are people being healed? And then they're getting something else. Not everyone, mm -hmm. every single person was healed, but some would have other issues. And I started to notice that pattern. Mm -hmm. So I was asking, what is it? And why is this not keeping them well for the rest of their lives? Because you're not getting to the root cause mm -hmm. of what is causing the illness. Well, at 20, I didn't understand that. So when I was in my late 20s, I began to feel that I wasn't really contributing and that I needed to go another route. Plus, I was in a very abusive marriage mm -hmm. and I needed to divorce. And so I took care of that. And then I said, if take this away, stop sending people to me. But if I get mature enough, if I can do this with just love unconditional love, mm. if I can go the, into the deeper things to find out what is hidden from them and from me, even as an intuitive, bring it back. And that came back when I was in my forties. Wow. And, and so work that second I can marriage by that point or no, that, that was the third marriage mm. by that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, believe in love, still want the marriage. Mm -hmm. It's the one thing I haven't accomplished yet, but I'm going to. Right now, my work and getting things out for people is more important than that relationship. I don't have time for it. <laughs> so it, you talked about the relationship you had young with your family. Once you figured out who you are, were you able to get back any semblance of a good relationship with your mother and your family, or uh, is there still um, issues there? I have a good relationship. I do. My father passed in 2012. I have a good loving relationship. Awesome. We spend time, but when you're the alien, when you're different, when you think different, when you're more aware, when your abilities and you're sensitive and you're picking up on things mm -hmm. and you know the truth about what's going on, I just don't speak that truth to people that don't want to know it. I don't try to push it on them. So it becomes just about unconditional love. And if it's a superficial relationship with them, I'm great with that. I yeah. honor what the person wants. Very good. So talk to us a little bit about um, when we're, 
when we're in business, we often do get stuck. And, and so this is all talking about breakthroughs. So how do you identify that you're in that pattern? I remember I went to a three-day seminar with Jay Fassett called The Gift. And one of the main topics that we kept on going back to was this cycle of resistance that, you know, similar to the saying, you, if you don't change anything, how can you ever have any different results? So talk to us about identifying the same patterns and, um, and not being able to get the breakthrough that you need. What happens is that we have this innate intelligence inside of us, Vicki, that we want certain things. We're supposed to experience certain things. We're not supposed to live in poverty. We're not supposed to live in less than. We want bigger. So who I who my clients are are very strong-willed people that are really older souls like me. And they know enough to kind of get, get themselves into trouble. So they try and they do. And they have this, I can't live inside a box mindset. But then when you try so much and you've got these same patterns that you don't even realize are the same patterns, mm-hmm. then I revert people and clients back to, you've got a curriculum going on and let's overcome it. Mm-hmm. Once you overcome that curriculum, because you are here as a spirit being having a physical experience and we're all playing a game here. And once you realize that what hurts you most is the thing that you have the resources, the power and the strength to overcome, then you will look for somebody to help guide you home to that. Mm -hmm. And so what I help people do is to not only connect with what is the subconscious reason that you are stuck or playing small or trying things and you just can't have that breakthrough you can't seem to get past I remember thinking I'm looking at it I feel like I'm hitting glass Mm. I I can see it but I can't get there I uh, what's my barrier what's got me stuck and this is doing this work for myself and learning these methods and these Mm. modalities and these techniques that I was given to help me to overcome four divorces, homelessness, losing everything I had, and then buying a house last year just because I placed an order for it. I didn't have the money for it, but I know how to do alchemy and I know how to get in alignment. So what we try to do, Vic, is we try to overcome the problems or ignore them or avoid them. Mm -hmm. I'll go here instead. I'll go there instead. It's not going to cut it because it's a spiritual curriculum. Mm-hmm. When you do the spiritual curriculum and you overcome it, guess what the good news is? You will never have that symptom again because there's no need for the symptom anymore. Mm. And then you're off and running. So you're sitting in your hotel room and you're at that point. Describe for us, you know, what. What was it that just drove you to to make that breakthrough? Well, I was telling Vicki a few minutes ago about being homeless and you don't know where the money's going to come from. And I 
had felt led to move to the villages of Florida and I was living in a hotel, I didn't know how it was going to be paid for. I honestly didn't know. I remember waking up one specific morning, I was in a self-abuse pattern of what is wrong with you? Why did you make this decision? Why did you invest with this sociopath like Bernie Madoff? Why did you lose every dime you had? You had built this up to a certain point. Why would you do that to yourself? So that self-abuse keeps us spinning on a pain hamster wheel. Mm. But I knew in that time frame, Vicky, that if I didn't use the alchemy techniques that I had used to get what I had before, I wasn't even going to be able to eat a meal. That's how mm. serious it was. So I had to transition by using these methods to getting at peace, surrendering to what is, stop the pattern of self-abuse, realize what this was really teaching me, what this was really about, why I really spiritually conspired to experience this in order to overcome it. Nice. That's a key factor. We are, what we experience is not what identifies us except for you are more than that. Mm. You are bigger than that. You came here to experience pain to get to pleasure. And so when I would shift, sometimes it would be every day. I'd wake up with that heaviness, that mm. darkness, something's off, something's missing, something's wrong. And then I would realize, okay, you have these answers, just do it. And the miracle would happen. Somebody mm. would deposit money in my account. Somebody would invite me for lunch. And then I got dinner too. Somebody, I mean, it was amazing the stories that came from me transitioning from a victim to victor mm. and that's what i've been doing ever since this happened that's awesome so whenever we talk about um the place that that takes us to those dark sides oftentimes in and you and i were talking about um some of situations I'm aware of, of where our mind really dictates us. We might blame other people, other circumstances. And a lot of times it truly is what's between our two ears that is driving us to the pain, to the anxiety, to the sadness, to the depression. So talk to us about the three consciousnesses, the subconscious, the superconscious and the conscious okay the superconscious and an easy way to describe this to you is that i say that everyone here is a holy trinity okay. so we are spirit mind body superconscious conscious and well subconscious and then conscious so that correlates with the one of the biggest problems we have is that we came here and we think we didn't come here to experience pain, mm. but pain with the laws of attraction really dictates mm. you're going to experience that which you do not want. So you'll know what you want. When you are in the subconscious, then you, you find yourself trying to think differently but you're not really able to make radical change, real change. I'm talking about where you never have that issue again. Yeah. Because we keep coming back to that again and again. So that Holy Trinity 
is really useful if you understand that the spirit, the mind, the thoughts, the emotions, the subconscious, and then the physical is not just physical body, but everything here mm -hmm. that you are experiencing that is energy. When you learn how to use that in tandem and you get an alignment, Vicki, then you can order anything you want. That's the sweet spot. What we typically do is the spirit never moves. It's always right here. It's It never moves. We deny that we have a spirit body because mm -hmm. the world doesn't teach us how to look at, wait a minute, I'm not just this physical body. Mm -hmm. There's more than this. So the spirit never moves. The emotional is very, I mean, it fluctuates. You know, they say we we think 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. And out of that, 85% of that is negative. Mm -hmm. And then out of the negative, 95% of that is regurgitating or ruminating, mm -hmm. chewing on the cud of it, repeating, mm -hmm. repeating, repeating. Right. We don't even know we're doing it. But in that holy instant of you saying, I don't like where I am and I am going to change this. I'm going to look at what the physical is showing me that I don't like. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to place a different order. I have the right to do that. I can overcome this. That's what I'm here for. Then you start running and playing and turning heart wheels and want to sit around the campfire and sing Kumbaya with everybody. You just <laughs> fall in love with being here. And instead of this place representing pain, yeah. You see the pain, you deal with it, you learn those techniques and those modalities, and then you shift to pleasure, joy, breakthroughs, amazing miracles, and people supporting you in ways you never thought possible. Yeah. So, so true. And I always say that, you know, you can't know joy until you know pain. Or yes, you, you just. That is what so, and so many people try to run away or to, to yield, especially like moms, uh, we never want our kids to feel pain or anxiety and things. And yet, whenever they become adults, they're not as equipped as, you know, as those days, I think whenever I was young, my, my uncle used to say, just rub dirt in it, you know, when you fall <laughs> So in life, I think we just need sometimes to rub dirt in it and get over it, you know. <laughs> that illustration is actually in one of my books where I was trying to <laughs> overcome the financial things. And I kept finding myself on the edge of the cliff of possibly being homeless again. And then I remember hearing embrace where you are mm -hmm. and sit in the mud with it. So I literally talk about this in the book and I was pretending that I was rubbing mud all over even my <laughs> And I said, do you see me? Do you see me? I'm in the mud. I'm accepting. I do this. This is my pattern. I want to overcome this. And the only reason you see the white in my eyes and the white in my teeth is not because I'm smiling because I'm not. I'm in pain. <laughs> I'm in angst. I surrender. Awesome. See, we're not really taught, Vicki, how to do these things. But mm -hmm. when you learn how to do these things, your life becomes very, very different. You're going to have different challenges. I promise mm -hmm. you. It'll come in a different level, but it's another curriculum. And then when you learn, if I just get down to this and get the answers and get the root cause and heal that within myself, not only do my relationships heals, but my body heals and my physical world heals. And then I don't experience that again. 
Yeah. Awesome. So it is almost time for us to end this, but I wanted you to talk about your two books first. Um, okay. What, what are already out there, correct? Yes, thank you. The first one is called The Inmate and the Medium. I know there's a little bit of a glare. Mm -hmm. And I wrote this as a six-year memoir of me really learning this stuff firsthand. I lost everything. I'm in the prison system. I'm, I ultimately helped an inmate by using spiritual and universal laws and teaching him to get out of prison years before he was supposed to. And he's invented a wheelchair and he's developing that. He's really contributing to society. And then this book is the 65 signs that you're an older soul. <laughs> I need to read so, that book. I, I always have thought I was an older soul. Well, if you even wonder, or somebody says you're an old soul, there are commonalities and curriculum commonalities and issues and problems that you have, and you will check almost every single box. Mm -hmm. I have been compiling that intelligence since 2013. The next book that I'm publishing is about getting more in detail about how you function. What does it mean to be spiritually codependent? What does it mean to set boundaries? And it's not what we're taught. It's mm -hmm. not. And so when do we think that will come out? I am probably going to publish that around August or September. It's 2023. Very good. Excellent. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen with contact information. So those of you that are just listening, you can go and grab a piece of paper and pen right now to, I will give you the website information. All of this information will be on my YouTube as well as my website. So you can grab a screenshot after the fact, but if you're really wanting to get to know her right away, you want to take care of that right now. The website is https colon forward slash forward slash www.tammy, which is T-A-M-M-Y-D-E-M-I-R-Z-A.com, TammyDemirza.com. Yeah. She's on Facebook at Tammy Demirza Public. LinkedIn is Tammy Demirza. Twitter is Tammy Demirza, initial cap, number one, and LinkedIn, Tammy Demirza, official, underscore official. You can find her on TikTok. Just search her name. The, the information there is a lot longer than I think it's going to be. So search Tammy Demirza on TikTok and YouTube as well, Tammy Demirza. I'm going to let her talk to you about what you can find when you go to her website and um, what she has for you. So go ahead, Tammy. Thank you so much. For those of you that have dealt with an intuitive or a medium or somebody who can read things and you've always wanted to talk to one or ask a question, guess what? If you go to my website and if the pop-up isn't working because I'm integrating to a new mail system, scroll down to the bottom of the page, sign up for my email. You'll be a part of the family and you can on the welcome email, ask me any question you have been wanting to know, and I will personally be your intuitive and give you that answer. Awesome. So again, go to Tammy's site, TammyDemirza.com and sign up for that welcome. I did try it and it does pop up. So Good. you should have okay, no problem great. and um, ask her that one question, that burning question. 
So Tammy, as I knew it would be, it's been really exciting talking with you, very informative. And I look forward to reading each of your books. I think they'll be very interesting. So I love to read and uh, your topic is, is quite interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing your new book. We'll have you back in August to promote that again so that you can um, be sure that our audience gets reminded that you have this new book coming out. Thank so you once so again, much. I want to thank you for being such a great guest. And as I always do, I remind everyone that life is a journey and it is up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.